0: This is A Better Night's Sleep, a podcast about sleep, sleep disorders, and evidence-based treatment from military health sleep experts. I'm Dr. Julie Kinn with the Defense Health Agency. And today I'd like to introduce Lieutenant Colonel Jacob Collin. Welcome Colonel Collin.
1: Uh, Thank you, Julie. Thanks for having me on.
0: I'd like to talk about sleep hygiene during traveling because, you know, we get a lot of listener questions and a few of them revolved around traveling. So here's my first question for you. I have a 20 hour flight coming up. Should I take a sleeping pill so I'm refreshed when I get there? What's the best way to be somewhat refreshed and able to work when I arrive?
1: Yeah, this is a great question. So there's a lot of factors, obviously, that are involved in preparing yourself uh, for a trip and preparing yourself to to deal with jet lag and to be as effective as possible when you get to your destination. Uh, We know that the symptoms of jet lag include tiredness and fatigue, uh, coupled with insomnia, impaired performance, Mm -hmm. and even um, GI disturbances like an upset stomach and disruptions Mm -hmm. in your bathroom habits that can be pretty distressing to people. So there are a lot of factors that come up with jet lag that can make um, travelers kind of miserable. And make them feel like they're not at their best. Um, This is a problem for military members when they travel and they may have to give a briefing or deal with stressful kind of high-level situations. It's also definitely a problem for professional athletes when they travel to different time zones and there's a lot on the line uh, from an athletic performance perspective. So there's a lot of research that looks at how to be most effective. I think the first thing is thinking about it's not just traveling over time zones but it's also air travel and so At air travel, in a pressurized cabin, it's easy to become dehydrated, so we recommend Mm -hmm. to people that they stay well hydrated, both before and during the flight, and to make sure that you're not sleep-deprived going into a trip. There are some programs where you can try to, over two weeks leading up to a trip, you can sort of gradually switch your sleep and wake schedule to kind of meet what your new schedule is going to be at at your destination time zone. Wow. This would mean potentially... Mapping out two weeks in advance, thinking about if you're living on the East Coast, for instance, um, and you're planning to go to California for a work trip, you would sort of switch your, your sleep and wake cycle to what you would be at in California. And you would gradually make that switch over two weeks leading up to your trip. The problem is no one can ever really do this in real life because you can't right. you can't like disengage from your social activities and work and everything else that you do you know, prior to your trip, at least trying to prevent sleep deprivation before a trip. So you'll have a little mm. more resilience going into it. And, and then I think that the idea of taking medications should be individualized. So melatonin is an effective medication to take um, for preventing many of the symptoms of jet lag. It's been well studied, has few side effects. And I think the only issue with melatonin is it's an herbal medication it's it's over the counter it's not FDA regulated, so um, there's no way to know you know is one brand contain any more melatonin than another, or um, are you getting kind of what it what the bottle says you're getting for melatonin, I think if you're getting a standard brand from a, a typical you know drugstore, any of the brands you find there are gonna be should be reasonable and just getting. Basic melatonin, so anywhere from 0.5 to 5 milligrams formulations. Okay. You should only need one pill, so they're... At some stores, there are multiple formulations of melatonin, some of which are long-acting, and a person can end up getting anywhere up to 15 to 20 milligrams of melatonin, which isn't going to be effective, and it can actually cause more disruption in your circadian rhythm. Hmm. You should just need one tablet of 0.5 to 5 milligrams, whatever one tablet the one tablet dose is for that bottle.
0: What other tips would you have? for avoiding jet lag or just sleeping while traveling. And and also as part of that, I'm interested in your thoughts on drinking alcohol on the trip.
1: Right. So avoidance of alcohol, because alcohol is going to dehydrate you and it's going to fragment mm-hmm. your sleep. Uh, and so again, staying hydrated, avoidance of alcohol, heavy meals when possible. I think a lot of people struggle with travel and not just because of the jet lag, but oftentimes they're drinking more alcohol than they normally would if they're out at mm-hmm. business dinners or social engagements. And they're eating different types of foods. For instance, they're eating every meal at a restaurant where you're getting a higher salt content right. and a lot of additives and kind of richer, heavier foods than you normally would um, if you're eating at home every night and preparing your own food. So, But we definitely would recommend people minimize alcohol and not drinking alcohol on the flight and certainly not combining alcohol with um, prescription strength sleep aids. There's a lot of literature that looks at light exposure and so there are these expensive light boxes that you can purchase at your own cost and TRICARE doesn't cover those. Um, in general, I think you can get just as much benefit from going outside. So even if you go outside on a day that's overcast, you're gonna be getting the same light intensity in lux that you would be getting from a, a, a light box that you would purchase.
0: No kidding.
1: Yeah, so we do recommend to folks that when they get to their new destination, during the day, um, s- trying to have as much exposure to the outdoors as you can to get some sunlight exposure, which can help kind of re your circadian rhythm and keep you more alert and awake during the day. So bright light is going to be alerting, and darkness and taking melatonin is going to kind of help with um, getting you into, into more of a sleep mode.
0: Well, as someone who lives in the Pacific Northwest, I'm at Joint Base Lewis McCord. It's really nice to hear that even walking around in our cloudy weather is still going to give me some good effects there.
1: At least it'll make you feel better, if anything else. So <laughs> hopefully. <laughs>
0: And we have great nature here, too.
1: So with eastward travel, you know, being Mm -hmm. exposed to light in the morning and then avoiding light in the evening. So even including wearing sunglasses if it's the summertime and it's late outside Mm late, um, trying to avoid light even with sunglasses during a drive, for instance. Um, And with westward travel, exposure to evening light is going to help alert you more and help you kind of stay up later in the evening and then avoiding light in the morning sort of to reset your circadian rhythm.
0: It just sounds like really being planful and thinking about it ahead of time,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Our last question is: I'd love tips on getting good sleep when you're not at home, like camping or hotels, etc. So not necessarily related to jet lag, just when you're in a strange bed, or a vacation, or T D Y.
1: So, uh, and we can do this at home too. But setting up a bedtime routine or a way to relax and decompress before bedtime. Many people, especially during a trip, You're very actively engaged, again, with social Mm. activities or work. And if you're in a hotel room, so away from home, you you may have your computer or other digital media in bed with you. Mm. Um, So you may come back from a work dinner and be doing work emails and still kind of wide awake um, and have the TV on. And then to suddenly switch gears and go to sleep and turn out the lights, it's going to be a difficult adjustment to make. So I think we recommend whether it's camping or a business trip or, you know, even at home having some sort of a buffer from, you know, the work stops and then you um, kind of slow down and turn off digital media and maybe read a book or a magazine, something relaxing. Even watching television shows that are relaxing is fine. Um, hmm. You know, the, the science is still out on the effects of light and what light wavelengths are most disruptive for sleep. Um, I think, The majority of the evidence supports kind of avoiding computer backlit screens from a computer um, or an iPad, but that watching TV um, doesn't isn't the same kind of light exposure. And so watching relaxing shows on television that don't require a lot of mental engagement, like watching reruns of a favorite sitcom, for instance, um, is like a good way to unwind if, if TV is your thing.
0: No, that sounds great. Reruns on TV, I think, are a great idea, as well as books you've read before that you enjoy, but that you're not going to get caught up in chapter after chapter excitement.
1: Another thing that we've talked about sometimes is, you know, use of uh, prescription strength sleep aids. Uh, Mm -hmm. Melatonin is something people can try for themselves because you can purchase it over the counter. And most brands are pretty reliable at mainstream drugstores. Um, and just knowing to only take one pill, that more is not better. Melatonin is something where either one pill works for you or, or it doesn't, and there's not a benefit from taking more. Um, and with prescription strength sleep aids, mm-hmm. I'm just doing that in the context of, uh, you know, working with your physician to see if it's the right medication for you and avoiding other sedatives and alcohol um, when you do so.
0: That all makes perfect sense, and it's a good reminder. Thank you so much, Colonel Colin. A Better Night's Sleep is produced by the Defense Health Agency. Please get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at Military Health, and you can send us questions to our email address in the show notes. Thank you so much to those of you who have rated us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Please share the show with others you think might benefit and could use A Better Night's Sleep.